Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here are simple. We can discuss as many film ideas as we like, submitted by you, the you, the listener, but only one can be taken through to the next stage, where in 70 years' time, the nation will lose its collective mind and throw mandatory street parties for the movie idea without ever questioning its legacy or purpose or reason for being. It will just be accepted. It's the greatest movie idea ever, and we must party for it i'm joel a man who puts the yuck in buckingham palace and across from me is the very french john harris fresh from the morning polishing and varnishing his guillotine hello john hello mate normally your intros are sort of slightly topical but that one was so subtle i have no idea what you're referring to there i couldn't work it Mm, out mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i I just want to prove to the listener that i can do subtlety (laughs) there's depth to me there's a hidden depth are you having a nice big jubilee enormous it got to it got to Friday evening, and I thought the the weekend hasn't even started yet. Yeah, I know, I know. I I'm, this is this is going to be an incredibly unpopular thing to say, but I think two bank holidays might be too many. I'm, I I I sort of am with you. I sort of am with you. Like because it's not like if there was a hmm, no, if it was a three day working week and a four day weekend, I would adjust to that. But two bank holidays, there is a pressure on maximizing those days. That I can't handle, and now we're at Saturday afternoon, and I'm I'm a wreck, John. And there's still yeah. so much more to go. It's just outrageous. Well, and and you've got you've got my son's birthday tomorrow, so you know you've really got to get pull some energy. That's the big out. one. Well, I'm going to bed as soon as this we finish this, and I'm going to do a I'm going to do a 16 hour sleep. Yeah, for context, listener, it's three three p.m. It's three p.m. I'm going to bed. I'm going to wake up at nine a.m. tomorrow morning, just the most well rested guy, and I'm going to iron my shirt, and I'm going to come and eat all of the food uh, and you can meet my mum that's nice oh, i can't wait to meet your mum uh, maybe that's what i'm most excited about <laughs> how how excited is she about meeting me uh yeah oh, you haven't told her it'll be a surprise that's really <laughs> nice that'll be nice just for context of the listener um i'm not going to bother to edit this out i think i do a, a snorting laugh noise as soon as joel says uh welcome what do you how do you even start this podcast hello yeah, i normally say hello yeah yeah it's a classic but- 
Because you you basically were silent for about eight seconds before you started speaking, but I'm not going to keep that silence in. So I'm just going to laugh as you start speaking at the beginning of this episode. But what was interesting about that eight seconds of silence is that you didn't even so much as twitch a muscle. You were like freeze framing the thing. It was it was like you were voice activated. You're like you're voice activated by me. I didn't like it. You were just stone still until I spoke. At which point you moved. I'm a consummate professional, I believe. Or it's like some sort of Pavlov's dog thing where you won't act or react or respond until I start speaking. Agreed. Which is a power I I, I cannot handle. I do not need <laughs> to be responsible for. I have to phone yeah. you every morning at 7am to get you out of bed. You're there just lying there, eyes open, laying dead still. There was an mm-hmm. app where you could be other people's alarms. You'd like, you know, you'd be on this app and you'd like, oh, really? it'd be like free in the afternoon and it'd be like, someone in India needs waking up and you'd call them up and be like, hey man, hey, I'm from London. That's really have a good. chat to start the day. Yeah. I was just going to suggest walkie talkies. I feel like it's it, it was one of those things that was a wonderful idea and probably then was co-opted by some idiots and became poisonous because that's the internet. Yeah, so, so that does sound like every bit of the internet. Anyway, we this is a good this is a nice bit of the internet, a loving bit of the internet. Yeah. Where we just have a nice time. Uh John, have you got a movie idea for me? Yeah, what Who about is this it from? from? This one's from Jazz. Point Breakfast or is it Point Breakfast? It's one of those Point ones breakfast. that works Anyway, Keanu goes undercover in a Weatherspoons to find out who's been giving away extra black pudding. <gasps> I like this. He's given us a sort of a sort of morsel of plot, which I like, so we can sort you know, I'm not... And it's Swayze then, right? Swayze. Swayze's giving away the extras. I Here here we go. Considering this is uh, on this week's films to be buried with, uh, Mark Kermode, who I believe is an authority on film, said that this is the best action film ever made. I've never seen Point Break. I feel like I need to I, sort I've it out. I've never seen Point Break either. Maybe that's our homework for next week. We should watch Point Break. So it, here's what I know about Point Break. He points his gun up in the air and shouts, because that's what they talk about in Hot Fuzz. Yes. And it's got Patrick Swayze in it. Is that right? I'm not sure about Patrick Swayze. I know that there's um, surfing. It's a surf there's, action film, isn't it? Well, but there's two not people Not like Surf's Up. There's two Point. people in it, and one of them's Keanu Reeves, and the other one is... is Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Yes. Are they the same age? Uh, I would not have put them in the same know. age group. No, isn't I mean, Swayze an older man in the film? Oh, fine. Oh, and I mean, obviously, Swayze's no longer with us, but yeah. Johnny Utah, right, that is a character name, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. So Fair funny. Play. So Swayze's, Swayze's the Weatherspoon chef, and he... Let, let's, let's, let's say that he's using the black pudding to smuggle drugs out of the Weatherspoons. Oh, those little white fat bits. Cocaine. Yeah, so a dealer, a dealer comes in, orders breakfast, and when, they, when, when the dealer orders two extra black pudding, that's yeah. code for stuff it full of drugs, please, Patrick. And Keanu's noticed that these dealers keep going to Weatherspoon. <laughs> he not- gets a job. Go on. Well, I just feel like we missed a trick not saying hash browns, right? Oh, well done, John. Sorry, just... Anyway, continue. He gets You're a so job clever. there. Undercover. Crack pudding. <laughs> yeah, Smack pudding. <laughs> anyway, so he gets a job Any there others? to investigate. Sorry. No, you know what? No one sent us a chocolate... <laughs> what was it? Chocolate movie pun. Do you not remember we said about the top ten? Oh, yeah. This is the weird thing, listener. You know, some some podcasts are like, oh, you should probably start at a certain point because they have, like, lingo or, mm. like, in-jokes and stuff. This this show fucking wipes the slate clean every week. Like, the fact that I've referred to something that happened... Joel looked at me like I was saying something that happened 40 years ago because I referred to something yeah, like, I, like two episodes I ago. I instantly glazed over. I've got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> We had a bit of fun punning on chocolate films, and then we said, "Don't do that, listener." And then we said, "Yes, we'd like that." And the listeners listened to. I, they, they took our first answer. 
I forget the way that the intro is formatted. The second we stop recording and then half an hour before we record every week, I open up a note and I go, oh yeah, I have to think of this, this and this. <laughs> so the idea that you would, I would remember a throwaway line when I can't even remember an intro that I've said 200 times. Very true. Anyway, would love it, guys, if you could send in your fried egg, fried so, breakfast uh, movie puns. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, f- we want fried breakfast trucks. That's specifically what we want. We want fried breakfast trucks. Yeah, um, I think we're going uh, to struggle to top hash brown, smack pudding and ecstasy, fried ecstasy. But I'm sure it's a, a, a surfing movie. So is the big conclusion them surfing on some baked beans? <laughs> That'd be good. There's like it? a huge spillage in the Weatherspoon's kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's in Keanu yeah, picks so up like a tray. Yeah, Swayze's trying to escape, so he tips over an enormous vat of baked beans to, <laughs> as an obstacle for Keanu, who then just, yeah, picks up a tray and surfs straight on it. No worries. <laughs> what would... Obviously, this is set in England. What's the English equivalent of the name Johnny Utah? Timmy Bolton. Timmy Bolton, there you go. <laughs> Timmy Bolton, the bean surfer. Very Nice. Would you like another one from me? Yes. What about this one from Jack? A pug's life. Simple, sweet. That's cute. You kind of feel like that surprising that hasn't been done. It feels... There's like Secret Life of Pets. So it feels, you know, there's that. So in my head, it's definitely like DreamWorks. I'm immediately seeing the DreamWorks logo when I see a pug's life. Oh, no, me. It's live action, gritty. It's one of those live action... Horrible live action films where an actor voices a real animal. Uh, Well, you know, I don't want to... I hate those so much. I don't want to shame any um, pug owners, but you could definitely do something gritty around pugs because they're sort of not, you know, they've sort of been bred to the point where they can't really breathe. They can't so breathe. They've got little flat faces. So there's definitely a or harrowing even story. Sort of concave. Yeah. 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 Who would, who would you get Who would you get to voice uh, a little dog that can't breathe? Who's got quite a stuffy nose? The thing is, my first thought, and it's so base, was Danny DeVito. That yeah. feels too obvious. And then yeah, I thought Seth Rogen, but then I thought, because Seth Rogen's got that kind of laugh, like he, he, Seth Rogen laughs like a man who can't breathe. He talks normally, but yeah. when he laughs, I'm into it's it. like he can't I'm breathe. Into, I'm into Seth Rogen. Do you remember when uh, A Bug's Life came out? It was the same time as the film Ants. Weird. Are we, I mean, how did that happen? Isn't there like, wasn't there some sort of espionage? Isn't there actually like a story there about how one of the studios got wind of it or something? Why would you do that? Um, well, DreamWorks found out made a rival movie. Pixar and they thought, let's do Bugs as well. That seems yeah. mad. I would say they're both quite good. I think at ants, the time I preferred ants. Well, I feel like that's. And I don't. The, th- I don't think. I don't think that's been borne out. You know. No, by, I think there's. But some... uh, a, a Bug's Life definitely isn't one of the Pixar classics, is it? People don't. Do people watch it now? Oh my gosh, Ants is flipping. What's his face? Oh yeah, Woody Allen and A Bug's Life. Hopper's Kevin Spacey. This Kevin is Spacey. Cancel City. Ugh. Yeah. Crikey. God, was it like a third bug movie with at the time with someone else truly deplorable in it? Yeah, I was an Ants guy. I was Team Ants. I feel like that's the indie cool answer to have said. I think the obvious thing would have been to be a Bugs Life fan. Mm, mm, I, mm. Uh, Bugs Life, I uh, correct me. Well, I say correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that's the first time Pixar did the sort of fake outtakes at the end. And it Ooh, blew really? the roof. Yeah, because it I definitely loved, didn't do it on Toy Story 1. But did Toy Story no. 2 come out before Bugs Life? Maybe. Mm. I think it maybe did. But I remember when we left the cinema, my parents, that's all they were talking about. It was like, that was amazing, that bit. That bit where they pretended to be doing bloopers. The first time I saw that, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was so brilliant. And I still, I still like to see it now, John. 
they they sort of had a run of it, didn't they? Pixar definitely did it for a few films, and then they thought, yeah, the joke's running a bit old now. But their films are too heavy now. Well, you can't do it at the end of you know Coco also, or what, imagine, what else have they made? What are the oh sad God, ones? yeah, imagine, at the end of Coco, you definitely wouldn't want that. Or up. Um, <laughs> imagine being the design like the the like the the what's the word like the designer who spent four months working on frames that just show up after the credits. I mean, that's how you've got to start oh, somewhere, God. but it must be slightly demoralizing, yeah. right? Yeah, I I always think that about the Marvel post credits scenes as well. Like the, just the money and the teams that go into those, and when it's like a really flat one that fans react badly to, like that's probably like a whole other department, right? A whole other team making those shot at a different time. I have no idea, but um, I start. I've now started getting to the point where, and this is, I feel like this. Me a few years ago would have judged me now. But I will mm-hmm, watch mm-hmm. the mid-credits. That's fine. Mid-credits, you're, you, you're waiting like a minute, right? But for mm-hmm, the post-credits, mm-hmm. you're waiting like 12, 13 minutes sometimes. So I'll just Google. You don't wait? I, no, I'll just Google what's the post-credit and then see what it is. While you're sat there? And decide whether it's worth staying for. Wow. And that, so served me well, all... that served me well in Doctor Strange because I read what that was and thought, I do not need to stay here for 12 I minutes. I can't even remember. Yeah, wow. As evidenced by the fact that I stayed for that and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Um, for, for, it's not a spoiler it's a joke it's it's, it's a real throwaway joke there you go I, won't, oh, yeah. I won't say what happens but I can say that without feeling like I've spoiled the film it's yeah it's not I like, remember now uh, that is, they did I that think, in one of the Spider-Man films as well didn't they Captain very, America was just there that is funny the first one it's the Captain America joke yeah. where he talks about patience very that is yeah, quite yeah. funny though to be, and, the, and the, 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 the gag in this one is funny but I just thought yep got it that's a good joke <laughs> just left the cinema to go have a Nando's <laughs> Oh, that's nice. And you were probably eating chicken eight minutes quicker than you would have been. Exactly. Eight minutes later, the Nando's absolutely filled up, but I was so <laughs> in front of the queue. You're, you go for a food after cinema. Do you eat anything in the cinema during the film? Oh. Because I'll always oh. go food first, and then I'm having my dessert at the cinema. No. Oh, God, it really depends. Yeah, I do, John. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Really... <laughs> no, 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 wait, no. Shut up. No, you're not. You, that's not what you do. No, it really depends. Obviously, it depends the time of the cinema. Yeah, I, I would say back in the day, now that I, I have a child, going to the cinema is such like an exciting, rare thing. I really go for it, get the drinks, get the popcorn, do everything. Back in the day when I didn't have a kid and I was going a lot more frequently, I was quite like, I was quite like zen with it. I was like, view, mm-hmm. $4.99 a ticket, get in, get out, don't buy anything, don't eat anything. Really? Yeah. But even if it's like a two two plus hours, yeah, that didn't. Bother I can't. That, I can't entertain the idea of not eating for two hours. <laughs> well, also, I've got the world's weakest bladder, so if it's long, I'm. And you know, those drinks at cinemas are start. They start at like a liter. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the only thing that's weaker than my bladder is my ability not moral to compass. drink quickly. Yeah, my more like. Well, no, not my moral. Com- just I love drinking, and I have a terrible bladder. So you put a delicious beverage in front of me it'll be gone in 20 seconds and then an hour later mm. i'll be wishing that i hadn't drunk it if i get a big popcorn i really 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 try and not touch it <laughs> until the film starts but i also get to the cinema so early yeah that then it's just 30 minutes of me staring at some popcorn do you, do you, you, do know, you keep not it up? really Cause... noticing the trailers yeah, yeah frequently i, I managed to do it done before well, quite, what's quite good is that these days view put a little hat on the popcorn <laughs> what and that really helps because that's kind of like a that's a physical barrier between me and the corn. Is that a sanitary thing? No, I I wrote to you and said you've got to start putting a hat on this popcorn because I'm eating it 
before is it like a woolen John hat, Boyega's yeah? even appeared in that ad. <laughs> Pardon? Is it a woolen hat? It's a little woolen mist. Yeah, it's a little woolen. Yeah, so I I take a different hat <laughs> to every film. I put a little sombrero on there, a trilby. It depends on my mood. Depends on the season. But I take a little hat and I give it to them and say, I don't want the popcorn back until you've put a hat on it. And they're generally fine with it. Uh, no, they just put a flat cardboard square. Now, here's twofold. Pro and con. Number one, pro. As previously discussed, it provides a barrier between my eyes and the popcorn. And I'm very simple. So if you just take it out of eyesight, you know, like a predatory animal, if you stop moving, yeah, it can't see you. I'm like, if I can't see the food, maybe I'll forget it's there. <laughs> so you put a little cardboard hat on the popcorn. My brain shuts off until the BBFC card appears. And I think, oh, this is when popcorn I'm allowed to start eating popcorn in the own rules, in my mad own mind. Hit now, con. That means the corn has to be flushed to the box or slightly below. And back in the day, you would get a heaped scoop. You know, you would be trying to balance the popcorn because it goes over the the brim. Yeah. What I'm saying, John, is I need a dome hat. <laughs> well, the good thing about the flat hat is okay. I assume, like, if you're going all out and you want to get, like, a hot dog as well or something, you, you, you can, can rest it on there. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? I know that Scroobius Pip has a real sort of... Um, he has a real sort of, uh, what's the word I'm looking Ritual when he goes to cinema and he explains, because he gets ice cream, a hot dog and a drink. And so you don't mm-hmm, put the mm-hmm. straw in your drink and you put the ice cream on top of the drink and you hold the hot dog, I think. And then you take that all into cinema. And also the order which he gets the Ben and Jerry's, he wants, I can't remember what it is, but he wants a, he wants it in a certain order. So every time he does this, he will pretend like he's deciding as they're scooping because if he says the full order, they might put the yeah, yeah. wrong order. I would love to know why that is. Let us know, please, Pip. I know you're, you're a listener of the show. Good point. Do you, yeah. Is that because you want to experience them top, middle, bottom of the three flavours? Because surely there's no mixing going on. When, if you got three flavours in a tub, John, would you hope you could get sort of a little bit of each flavour on a spoon? Well, I think if you got like a vanilla... Or does he eat it the way that someone would eat a Rolo yoghurt? This is how I eat a Rolo yogurt. I just skim that chocolate off the top. Mm. And I'm trying to get it as perfect to the line so that none of the Rolo stuff underneath is ever on the spoon until the chocolate's gone. Um, I mean, if we're going Like down an archaeologist this- dusting off a very fine layer. There's like a, an incredibly fragile discovery underneath a mosaic that's not been seen by the human eye for 2,000 years. And it's covered by this thin layer of Rolo chocolate. <laughs> two, I've got two, a teaspoon. I have two points to make for that. Firstly, Rolo yogurt is substantially tastier than Rolos. Secondly, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, secondly, I think you know we're starting to get into eating habits, maybe too generally. But I would like to know at what point do you introduce your corner into a Muller corner? Are you doing it at the start? Are you waiting so it's a better ratio of chocolate balls I do it or at the start. fruit? You just go straight full in. tip, straight in. Yeah. Fair. Sometimes I'll leave it. To I've seen I people eat half the yogurt, then put it in. So it's that second half is really packing a punch. I I've seen people. I won't name them. <laughs> take a spoon, get the yogurt, and then dip it in the thing. Oh no, I don't like that. At whether all. it's a little, whether it's a little raspberry coulis or a chocolate ball, so that the chocolate ball will obviously stick to the yogurt. That's that's ro- that's just wrong right and how can you possibly know the ratios it's so hard because you're just gonna no 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 no, i think yeah you're gonna be left with a lot i you know i'm playing the long game here where at the end you're getting the the corner right whereas that game i think you're playing the short game you're getting lots of chocolate balls lots of coolie but then i think you're gonna end up just eating 
plain vanilla yogurt, right? Yeah. Well, I, I generally will. Let's say I tip the banana flakes on top. I'm then just taking a big spoonful. It's just yogurt and banana flakes, and then it's just yogurt. I'm an idiot. I don't mix it. Oh, um, mate. John, do you eat... Ev- I'm well aware that we've been doing 20 minutes, and we've only done one film idea. Do you eat every dessert in your house with a teaspoon? Eat? Ooh, yes. I do. Yeah, I'd say Even so. if someone gave me like a fucking massive bowl of trifle, I'd eat it with a teaspoon, just to really ration it out and enjoy it for longer. Yeah, and I think that, but I think that says a lot about our sort of eating habits is the fact that we have to make the utensils ration for us. Whereas other oh, I only can use have cutlery from a doll's house. hundred <laughs> percent. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Well, what about this idea from Josh? It was kind of linked to something I said, I don't know, maybe six minutes ago. Archaeologists. Do you remember the archaeology thing, John, about the Rolo yogurt? <laughs> I remember the it. Past? I'm not happy about what I'm going to say here from this, with this idea from Josh. Like, I'm not a religious man, but even just even sort of contemplating this makes me uneasy. And also, we should say, Josh has written in like an idea, no title, no, you know, quite most of the ideas we get sent in are like film puns. But this just sort of feels like, I don't know, maybe we found Josh's diary or something. <laughs> Archaeologists find Jesus bedsheets. I mean, there's already quite a lot of questions there. <laughs> I don't think... I, I, I'm going to guess bedsheets weren't a thing until maybe the 1700s. You know how, like, the duvet wasn't invented until the 1950s? That... Well, that's because blankets first. Anyway, great point. Continue. So the, the, the fact about... The football fact is that Wales haven't been to a World Cup since 1958, which is longer than duvets have existed wow that's how we, you that's how you measure time right pre and post duvet <laughs> so they find jesus's bed sheets wet patch there's a wet patch on the bed sheets Ugh. which is confirmed as semen i don't, I don't this is this is the that's the bit i'm really unhappy to be saying is that is, is that's what josh has written which is confirmed yeah. as semen confirmed as semen i mean it, that patch is not still wet they found jesus's travel lodge bed <laughs> They've put a UV light on it and they've gone, that is the spunk of Christ. 
<laughs> they then use the DNA to reanimate him. Okay. I don't know who they are. <laughs> well, maybe the archaeologists. But it turns out, John, it wasn't Jesus. And Josh says, I've just got a lot of questions about whoever this Josh guy is. I don't trust it. It's not the real Jesus. It's an outbreak Australian called Jesus who then travels to New York and hijinks in shoe. Now, what... What do you mean? Like, they didn't... This sort of suggests they found, like, a door that said, you know, Jesus' bedroom, keep out. They were like, well, this is probably the bedroom of the Son of Christ. Let's go and check the bed sheets. It's actually an Australian guy called Jesus, who I assume was backpacking around Bethlehem many years later, and they reanimate him instead. Thoughts? Well, well too- obviously, I'm quite uncomfortable with a lot of, a lot of what's happening there. <laughs> I, so there, there is something I quite like. I like the idea of like a really dumb archaeologist. That could be fun. Yep. Yeah, like yeah, so yeah. dumb that they don't realise that other people can be called Jesus. Right. Okay. So he thinks there's only been one Jesus. Yeah. And therefore his discovery, regardless of the fact it's like bedsheets from the 80s. Exactly. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. That's quite fun. And you know, it feels very Crocodile Dundee, right? He went at some point. He's been to New York and hijinks have ensued, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. So, thanks, Josh. Also, just for well, the I think it'd be funnier. I think it'd be funnier to see Jesus in New York. True. Um, I, you know, I think the 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 quality of their jokes uh, has diminished in time. But I do remember a very good Family Guy joke back in the day of like them resurrecting Christ. And he's incredibly short because that's how short that's how tall people would have been at the time, and no one takes him seriously because he's like four foot eight. <laughs> Just a bit that's of fun. Good. Um, th- we've had an idea from Jez, Jack, and Josh for the re- uh, it's John and Joe. But for the record, you can be not a man with a name who begins with J. We have. I feel like people will listen to that. Like, or you can pretend to be one if you think it gives you a better chance of featuring on the show. <laughs> you know, if your name's carly just pretend your name's james i promise you we haven't made week. these up i just feel like it seems the listener will be thinking these guys don't have any imagination they've they, no they are- actually i think it proves i think it proves that we haven't made them up because we wouldn't do that you know in the way that with the when they made the shuffle function on the ipod they had to make it less random in order to appear more random oh, if it was like it was- truly random songs would appear in order the same artists would appear all the time so they back engineered it so what we're doing is proving that these are real suggestions because you and I would come up with better names, you know, less less thematic names. Anyway. Anyway, here's from one from Jake. Jonathan. <laughs> no, genuinely, here's one from Jake. Spider-Man into the Spider-Hearse. Oh, no. <laughs> no he well, dies. Or, well, it could or be Or he like, runs a funeral service. Well, I wasn't thinking that. that. I like that a lot. Miles Morales' funeral service is quite fun. I was thinking more. He goes into the afterlife. He's like, so he hasn't. He doesn't die. What's beyond the multiverse? Exactly. That's great. Where do you? Where do? You, where does Mar- Marvel are probably thinking? Where do we go now that we've introduced the multiverse? What? How do we top that afterlife? Yeah. So somebody travels into the afterlife to bring back someone. Uh, probably, probably Gwen. Let's be fair. Although Could she's be Gwen, not dead. or you know, or any variation of Uncle Ben or Aunt May. That's the twist at the end. Is that you can't? You just physically can't bring uncle ben back from the afterlife you can bring anyone back to life but not uncle ben he stays not uncle ben. The, satan oh, or whatever or death or whatever figure it is he is satan really likes uncle ben no he, oh, is, satan. he is satan he's actually oh. the most evil man that's ever existed 
With great power comes great responsibility. Also, I'm Satan. <laughs> I'm the devil. Good. Okay, I'm into into the spider house. Um, John, we've done nearly half an hour. Should we do our own ideas? Yes, please. Hey, how about this one from me, Joel? Another name that begins with J. Little Miss Sunshine. It's a children's beauty pageant, but it happens in space, like the film oh, Sunshine. Oh, and they're going to the... What's the crazy idea about sunshine? They're gonna the the sun. They is go to the sun to and blow it up. Turns out that's a bad idea. <laughs> but they go to blow it up to make it reignite it, right? That's I think that's the concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sun's dying. They're gonna turn it back on. So in this one, we've colonized the sun, and there's a there's a beauty pageant happening in no, there's a beauty pageant happening on the International Space Station. I don't know. I don't know how to make it. How to combine, which is. Because it's my idea, how to. No, I no, just no. sort of thought. I don't. You can tell. I thought of the name and 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 stop there. Maybe we've colonised Mars, and it's Mars' first beauty pageant. You know, like Miss Universe. There we go. Bang. Miss Universe actually becomes a competition, universe wide, entered by all different alien races from across the galaxy. One of them loses and is furious, so sets about destroying our sun. I like it. That's, I mean, that's a joke I've seen many times on Twitter is, you know, it seems a little bit yeah, weird yeah. that Miss Universe is always won by someone from planet Earth. So, well, there you go. Or, Not this time. Soundtrack by the Proclaimers, Little Miss Sunshine on Leaf. Very good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. I think there's something interesting in the, um, that I, I think there are films that do this, but there aren't enough where they just go like, it's a film that, that like something mad is happening in the background. So like a post-apocalyptic mm, world, mm. but it's not about the it's not about the apocalypse. Yeah, the yeah, apocalypse yeah. It's about as family drama. They just happen to be. You yeah, know. I like that. Um, this one's from me. Top Gun Maverick role. Maverick role. Tom Maverick. Cruise plays okay. a har- plays a harmless troll from the early noughties. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, he's like a computer hacker guy. I don't think people How does know he get about to do any stunts anymore. How does he? Ooh. No, Rick, I think Rick Rolls are still alive and well. I hope so. How does he do stunts? It's on wheels. His desk is on wheels. He's, <laughs> he's, he's going off canyons on his desk whilst hacking. He's posting on Tumblr, but he's doing it while bungee jumping. Yeah, I think so. Have you seen Top Gun Maverick? Uh, no, everyone loves it. Yeah, I'm scared to see Have it. Have you seen it? No, I'm scared to see it. People, It's like people going, oh, I don't really care about Top Gun. And then they come out like, oh, my face is melted. I'm scared. Yeah. I'm not sure I can handle that right now. You can't handle your face being melted. I want to go and see it. I might go and see it. Maybe I'll go and see it tonight. Ooh, treat yourself. Remember, rest up, yeah. though. Rest up. You've got a big day tomorrow. I've got a big day tomorrow, so I'll have... A, what I'm going to do, John, is I'm going to have a nap, and I'm going to go and buy a big popcorn with a hat on it. <laughs> I'm going to watch Top Gun Maverick. Hey, that was good. There's was some good. music coming. Yeah. I think. Oh, my God. Whoa, whoa. I think that's the music there. Well done, John. Thank you, mate. That's, well that was done, fun. I liked that. I think we had a nice Did time. You? <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Sometimes I don't. No, well, I, I always like it. I, I always like it. I felt quite low energy. I think I'm sat in a window that's really hot and I'm a bit sleepy. Um, but you really you really carry proceedings. You were. I thought you were brilliant. Thank you, mate. Well, I, I don't think do. that's true. Um, Have you seen anything good? Have you listened to anything good? Is anything good, you know, in terms of media in your life no i'm feeling actually feeling quite an intense pressure to watch things because stranger things new stranger things everyone's going crazy about that the boys 
It's a big time three. to be a nerd. It's a really big time to be a nerd right now. There's a lot going on. It's a massive time to be a nerd. So I'm going to have to dive into some of those this weekend. It's going to have to be Stranger Things, The Boys, alternating episodes, dual screening them. I'm just so scared of seeing a spoiler on Twitter. Which, and I should say, I think we said spoilers on the on the podcast, and we upset friend of the show, Beck Hill. I think she just asked us to put timestamps in. But one of the issues, well, which made me, it made me, it made me sad for three days. Yeah, I Beck mean, tweeted us and said, "Guys, you spoiled a thing," which is totally fair and legitimate criticism. And it made me feel sad for three days. We, I I'm don't even know what we spoiled. Now. No, neither do I. I didn't want to ask because then there's another spoiler on the internet. That's a good um, point. We so apologise profusely. We we replaced last week's episode with white noise. I think going forward, like we did with Multiverse, no of one's Madness, noticed. <laughs> like like we did with Multiverse of Madness, I think we'll going forward we'll try and save spoilers for post post music yeah. ra- rambling yeah. so that people can sort of choose to or we'll just make up fake ones oh yeah so we put in real ones and fake ones so that when they go to the cinema yeah. they're like what this isn't happening <laughs> oh i like that a lot maybe we'll do that the popcorn doesn't come with a hat <laughs> um yeah the boys i've done an episode and a half and apparently something crazy happens in the first episode <laughs> it i could not believe it i the boys has done some pretty mad stuff but yeah yeah the first like the second scene in the first episode is like crikey real okay i was and like i so i've got um a soon-to-be one-year-old child and sometimes like uh, i don't know if he's in the room i'm happy to sort of watch stuff i'm not i'm not particularly worried that he's gonna start turning around his eyes but with this i was like i'm not sure i can even in good conscience be in the same room as my child and what's happening on this screen so oh wow honestly so yeah i had to i had to um, now have to watch that privately which which almost makes it feel worse. It makes it extra yeah. feel extra seedy, but that's my life now, I guess. I can't. W- I cannot wait to see what happens. Oh, you message me when you're at that point. When you get to that, I point. will. I'll just send you a picture of my face. Honestly, cool. Yeah, enjoy. Hey, good stuff, everyone. Thanks, Thanks for coming listener. along for the ride. Uh, if you're still listening at this point, please send us an idea. We are running concerningly low on film ideas right now, um, yeah. and we will just stop making this show. You might have noticed we did 20 minutes chat on, uh, on Cinema, Cinema Snacks today. <laughs> you know, that isn't just because it was great chat. <laughs> Joe's clamouring for anything. Though. That is because the well has run dry. <laughs> so do send us some film ideas, please. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.